the world leader in Internet Talk Radio. Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Fresh, dynamic, and totally prepared. Here's Patricia Raskin with Positive Living on the leader in Internet Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. You know, I'm always happy to be on Voice America. I've been on Voice America now in my third year. I was one of the first ones on, and I love it. I believe in the Internet. I believe in Voice America because Voice America believes that information is power. The Internet is the future, and the future is now, and so do I, and that's why I'm here. My program, Positive Living, brings you practical strategies, positive principles to help you live happy, empowered, and successful lives. You can call us on Mondays at 888-335-5204, and this show is broadcast on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific, so do give us a call. We are talking today to a, just a lovely woman who is the personification of positive thinking and positive living. Her name is Alexandra Stoddard. She's the author of Choosing Happiness, and her newest book is Things I Want My Daughters to Know, a small book about big issues and lives. Um, Alexandra Stoddard has written many, many books, and I will tell you some of them, more than 20. She's a sought-after speaker on the art of living. Her lectures, articles, and books such as Choosing Happiness, The Decoration of Homes, Tea, Contribute, Tea Celebrations, Gift of a Letter, Grace Notes, and many more have inspired millions to pursue more fulfilling lives. Welcome, Alexandra. Thank you. So much fun for me to be talking to you again. You know, and I, I had you on my local show, so, and it was just wonderful. I have to tell people, right now I'm looking at your website. It's gorgeous. It looks like a wedding invitation, Alexandra. <laughs> I mean, it's gorgeous. It has this beautiful flower, and it says, Dear friend, thank you for visiting my friendly design, my freshly designed website. And it's just wonderful. So please do go into this website, folks. It's Alexandra Stoddard, S-T-A-D-D-A-R-D.com. I was reading your website as I was saying that. And there are so many things, so many books are right here, but one of the main ones is Choosing Happiness, and that has a beautiful picture on the cover. It says, Keys to a Joyful Life. What would you say are the main keys to a joyful life? Well, I have 54 precious keys in my, in my, in my book, Choosing Happiness, and I think that they're all very, very important, and I don't number them because they're all things that we, things we, we have to um, commit ourselves to on a daily basis. But uh, I think that I think that for me, communica- communicating unconditional love is, is one of the most basic things. I try not to judge, and um, live each day by the golden rule. I, I find that the way I want to be treated, the way I want to be treated, is the way I I strive to, to treat other people. And in the book, you talk about happiness now. Who am I? Giving energy. Paradise on earth. Paradise on Earth. Is that a little Pollyanna, Alexandra? Pollyanna was a very, very 
lovely little girl, and when she had a broken leg in the hospital, she decided, why do I have to be unhappy? I have a broken leg, but it's okay. I can be happy and still have a broken leg. So she was really a teacher. I think what's happened to our society is that people get bogged down on the outer circumstances of their lives and don't understand that happiness is an inner an inner virtue. It's a virtue. It's a goodness. If you want to be happy, if you want to be happy, you have to direct your energy toward things that are going to make you a better person and make you in line with your true nature. And our true nature is happiness. I want to read you something from, I believe it may be the introduction of your book, Choosing Happiness. And it, it speaks to exactly what you just said, but it's so well written, I must read it. Mindfulness keeps us grounded, in effect, similar to the pull of gravity. Our mindfulness skills need to be developed systematically through daily practice. By our doing ordinary things wherever we are, we train our minds to make our full attention present on the moment. Simply being aware of the wonderful things that are happening in our lives now increases our happiness. Oh, that's beautiful. That's so beautiful. I thought that was Aristotle. And it was you. I believe that was you. It's in your book. Totally, it's me. And then you say, awaken all your senses to each fresh experience. Yes. And that's, and so what you, and, and, okay, so what do you say folk, to folks who are reading this and they're crying, they're grieving, they're sad, they're lonely, and they're going, oh, what do you say? Well, it, it, happiness is a choice. It's also a habit. It's a discipline. It's a mm. it's a way. You get on your mm. path. You turn away from your grieving and say, "No, I am basic. I want to get back in line with my higher power. I want to get back in line with my. I want to get on the path to my greatest um, rapt, sense of of of, of rapture, um, rapture and and celebration of life. And in order to do that, I have to have my mind full of all the beautiful images." all the things that I love, all the things that represent me, that we are whole and wonderful and we get broken apart. And when we separate from our core true nature, that's when we get physically ill and that's when we get emotionally um, depleted and feel anxious and, and sad. And there are all of us, I mean, the Buddha said life is a struggle. It, we have to accept life as it is and just, and just and, and know that we are divinely blessed and we, we, we have this intelligence inside of us, and we, we can tap into it any time we want to. It's right here. We just shut our eyes, and the world is inside us. Mm-hmm. Now, you wrote those lessons not only in Choosing Happiness, but you wrote a lot about that in Things I Want My Daughters to yeah. Know. And it's a small book about the big issues in life. Is it very similar? Have other principles in that book besides the ones you're it, it, it's, it's totally dissimilar. It's so interesting that, that I had so much more to say to my girls. Of course, my girls have read things, uh, Choosing Happiness, Keys to a Joyful Life, and a lot of the keys to a joyful life they, they uh, knew about in, in, in their childhood. But I, my new book, things, after I finished Choosing Happiness, I had lunch with my literary agent, and I said, you know, I would really love to write a book to my girls who are going to go through some rough patches in their life. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to have some, some principles, some guiding principles that will light their path so that they will, will um, feel that they have uh, 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 tools to, to, to help them get through uh, rough patches. And so he said, write the book. And I wrote essays. And this is my first book of essays. It's so exciting. 
I have short little pieces that you can read in one sitting. I mean, a minute and a half. I, I, I can write them in one sitting, and you can just—you don't have to read them chronologically. You can just sort of look down the table of contents. Yeah, they're and say, very Ooh. nice. Well, let's let's pick a couple. Okay. I'll pick okay. some that really, um, I think, are either speak to me or oh, there's just so many. Well, think positively. Certainly, should speak to you. <laughs> Absolutely. You will live longer. I, I said you will live longer than a pessimist. Um, statistics say that we live. We live nineteen percent longer if we're if we're if we're positive thinkers, and it takes a tremendous amount of hard work to be a positive thinker because you can't do it just when when the sun is out and when the daffodils are in bloom. You have to do it when you're going through a, a dark tunnel. Yeah, yeah. You know that's that a challenge. Yes, it's that's a challenge. Challenge, but it's this, our responsibility also. This one I love. Because I, I, particularly when you're trying to get through a difficult situation with someone, don't see people for how they could be, but as they really are. Sometimes we glamorize or um, fantasize about what we wish or hope it could be. Oh, we take those few moments that have been oh. wonderful. Oh, Patricia, that is one of the most profound essays in my entire book. Because everybody else, from Jesus to Gerger, the German philosopher, everybody says, see people as they, as, as they could be in their highest yeah. power. Yeah. And then you get into the wrong marriage. You get into a car with somebody who's had too much alcohol. Mm-hmm. You get yourself in a really mm-hmm. bad situation, and you know better. And it's not our job. It's the universe's job to, to take care of, of somebody else. It's our job to take care of ourselves. And I mean mind, body, heart, and spirit. And I'm, I'm, I want my girls not to be buffaloed into, into situations where there are a lot of good-looking people. There are a lot of people that dress well and they have good, charming personalities. But they're really, they might rob you blind. <laughs> and you have to be realistic. And, and I can be the most positive, optimistic. How do you know? Now, now that's the other thing. What about those wonderful con artists and the people that tell you all the things you want to know? So how do you really know? You use your intuition? I was in a, a meeting that was supposed to last 45 minutes on Friday evening in my apartment, and, which is my office. And I was buffaloed and conned by somebody who is just absolutely charming. Mm-hmm. He's hilariously funny. He, he just is charming. He's very well educated. I mean, Harvard degrees up and down. Is, no, you know because something is it's something, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. And it wasn't fun. And I didn't laugh at his jokes. And I wasn't amused. And when he says the name of a store, he abbreviates it. And all of a sudden I realized this guy is in here to, 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 to take whatever he can from me, wring me dry. Mm. And it was all about, he, he was pretending it was all about me, but it was all about him. I said, but I'm a philosopher and I love writing my books. He said, no. You should be designing products because you're going to be a millionaire. I said, oh, I love writing my books. I was so uncomfortable. I could hardly eat my, my, my dinner. Mm-hmm. So you know. It, it, it was one, I have been cheated before, and I'm sure you have, and I'm sure many people in, in, that are listening have, but guess what? I've never cheated anybody. So that's, that's the one thing that I know. That, that I, I, you always know, but sometimes you're embarrassed. Have you ever had that situation? Well, I, I yes, and I have, you don't. And the thing is that you want to believe what you're hearing. Right, you do. That's the other thing. But there's another thing. I, I, do you know Joseph Campbell's work, The Power of Yes? Well, Joseph Campbell said, if you have two friends, Patricia and Alexandra, and you have to pick one, pick truth mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of the myth. Mm-hmm. 
the myth. The myth is that it's going to be okay. And, and there's going to be daddy that's going to take care of us when we, when we die. There, there are a lot of myths out there, and they're thousands of years old, and they're not really relevant to the very, very big mess we're in right now. We are human beings, and we know we are going to die. How do we, how, how do we reconcile that with our positive living? How do we reconcile that with our relationships with our family and our friends and our business situations? How do we reconcile the fact that, that tomorrow morning might not come? My whole my whole philosophy is to be mindful that this is a miracle that we're here. This is a sacred journey, and we right. have to make the most of every single moment we can. Yes. And that requires that requires the mental discipline because our brain is in every single cell in our body, including our toes. All right, we're going to take a break. We're talking to Alexandra Stoddard, author of two, actually 20 books, but the two most recent are Choosing Happiness and Things I Want My Daughters to Know, a small book about the big issues in life. You can log on to Alexandra Stoddard, S-T-O-D-D-A-R-D.com. And you're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. Information you need, when you need it, VoiceAmerica.com. Tune in every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time to Voice America for True Life in God with Betsy Serafin. On the show, Betsy will talk about the importance of having God in your life, as well as discuss how God is calling Christians to come together in the heart. So make it a point to tune in to True Life in God every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. In today's world, it's hard to find the truth with anything. Is there such a thing as the truth? Where and how can I find it? Will someone just give it to me straight? Tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific for Mario Verdad, an exciting new show that will give it to you straight every time and tackle the truth behind everything from political issues and crime to vocational and career counseling. So log on and tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. This is Dr. Pat Basile, and I am America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific to Voice America Health and Wellness for Staying Healthy with Dr. Elson Haas. Each week, Dr. Haas will focus on a different health-related topic as well as have on many expert guests that will give you many practical health tips that you can apply to your life. So tune in and improve your health with Dr. Haas and Staying Healthy every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific. Tune in every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to Voice America for Global Security with Victor Plesner. Global Security is the show that covers international security issues for all walks of life since 9-11 and what the future may present to keep our world safe. You will hear from leaders of global security companies as well as authors of books on law enforcement and terrorism. So join us Fridays at 8 a.m. for Global Security with Victor Plesner right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Continuing to be the authority in Internet Talk Radio, you're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, everyone. We are back. And you're listening to Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. 
and Positive Living is on on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. So tune in and listen to us, and you can give us a call at 888-335-5204. We're here on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, as I said, and 3 p.m. Pacific. And, I mean, 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific, but on Saturdays when we rebroadcast, we rebroadcast at 3 p.m., and that's Eastern and then noon Pacific time. So this program, folks, is really all about showing you positive solutions and practical principles that you can carry into your life to have the kind of life that you want to have. And I believe in Voice America because I believe so much in the power of the Internet. And what's wonderful about this program is that people can hear it all over the world. I have a local show where I live that's been on the air eight years, but this program is wonderful because it has reach everywhere. So, again, um, tune in. We're here every Monday, and we've been here now year number three. My guest is Alexandra Stoddard. She's a real positive thinker and a tremendous positive liver. She's written 20 books, but her two most recent are Choosing Happiness, and the second one that's most recent is Things I Want My Daughters to Know, a small book about the big issues in life. And Alexandra Stoddard is a prolific writer with more than 20 books. She's a sought-after speaker on the art of living. Welcome back, Alexandra. Thank you, Patricia. All right, there's so many, and you've written these books are amazing. There's a lot on homes, a lot on creating a beautiful home, the art of the possible, decorating. So you do a lot on the inner beauty as well. It's 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 the inner and outer beauty. It's it's all one. We we can't live in a grubby environment if we if we have a beautiful soul. And I think that mm. one, it, it, I live from inside out. I feel that I'm a flower, and I, I like to keep my garden, my inner garden, in full bloom every day, and and tend to my own inner light and my inner love, and and then I radiate that outward. And I think that so many people are outer directed, and they they don't they, their soul is just not getting nourished, and it's not mm. getting um, cultivated, and and it, it, you need to tend to your own uh, inner garden. It's a beautiful and, analogy of the flower. My symbol is the bumblebee. I oh. pollinate through the airwaves, and that's what I do. I bring bring out the honey. And I've been finding lately um, that I've been really gravitating to flowers, and I went, well, sure, that makes a lot of sense. But mm. I have seen that flowers have such beauty. Oh, flowers are my metaphor for living a beautiful life. When I was three years old, I discovered flowers in my mother's garden, and before I could read or write, flowers became my language. And I can remember, speaking of the bumblebee, I can remember... I can remember the bumblebees and the, mm. and the and the butterflies and the birds and I the smell the beautiful colors and so I've tried to have my whole life mm. be a, a flower. Well, I have to share this on the air. I I was looking on the internet. I just have gotten so interested in this whole idea of the beauty of, of the flowers because um, they've really been healing me in so many ways. So I went on the internet and I started looking for courses and workshops and. To find anything in that kind of spiritual realm, Alexandra, was very hard. But I found this this woman in this workshop in London, of all places, and she has. And I'll give you. I'll give the folks her website. It's outofthebloom.com, and she is. She just teaches workshops on the creativity of flowers. So I wrote to her and I said, "I'm captured by your website, and I want to have you on my program." So she wrote me back, and she says, I just was in New York, which is your city, Alexandra. She says, and I love New York. She says, but I'll tell you, these flower shops, 
It's all a commodity to them. They don't understand that it, flowers can heal you, like Reiki can heal you, and yoga can heal you, and acupuncture. Right, and she right. says, now, what do you want to talk about on your show? And I wrote back and I said, just those words that you mentioned, the inner healing power of the flower. Do you know where I was last week? I was in San Francisco at a flower and garden show. Oh. I judged 23 gardens, and guess what, Patricia? I gave an original talk. I had never given this talk before in my life. The power of flowers for happiness and well-being. I can't believe this, Maggie. We had a standing ovation. We had a packed audience. It was the most beautiful experience. I was talking to gardeners and and people that that that, that, that live in nursing homes that, that that came in buses and they always have their little garden to tend and 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 how it heals them. And I was speaking to people that grow grow in nurseries. It was the most exhilarating experience. Mm. Isn't it? And then I had another talk. What was talk. your message? My message was that flowers remind us of the absolute sheer miracle of being conscious, being mm. in this, being alive. And if you can look at one flower and really see one flower, the Buddha has a one-flower meditation where he doesn't speak for three hours. You just look at that flower and you become that flower. Mm. And you know that life is fragile and precious. And that's why we live a beautiful life, and that's why we aspire to make every moment as beautiful as possible. And that's why positive living is so important. And I am honored to be on your show today because I have readers all over the world in different cultures, and it's so beautiful that they read my book, that there is a universal oneness. We are all one. There's no separation. There's no there. It's all here. We're all one, holding hands, reaching out to each other in this great sensation of, of this of, of aliveness, this, this vitality, this exuberance. Mm. How beautiful. And it's so coincidental because, see, Alexander, if I had known this, I would have called you instead of written to London. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead. No, I just, I just want to interrupt you by just saying I, I, I just have this great, great sense of, of spring teaching us about renewal. Well, and you know what's been fascinating? I've been going through a personal crisis, and so what I've been finding is what I've been buying are roses. Every week I buy roses, something with the roses. Uh-huh. Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I just think they're so beautiful. Well, I think that they're, they're so beautiful and they have very romantic connotations, but I think you really are taking time to smell the roses. I think you are really centering yourself and saying, this is my life, and I deserve these roses in my presence, and I'm going to learn from them. And they're mm-hmm. fragrant, and they're beautiful. And it's then once you once you look at roses, then you get to know about different kinds of roses, and then before you know it, you're growing roses. Before you know, I mean, it's, it's it's a very exciting thing. Um, all right. Well, let's look at some of these other points in your book. You have all these kind of short stories and short messages, things I want my daughters to know. You're a book about the big issues in life. Let's pick one. Oh, well, boy. before we pick one, I want to just read to your listeners my my lead quote in the entire book. It, and I end the foreword with Aristotle. 2,300 years ago, he said, Happiness is the meaning and the purpose of life, the whole aim and end of human existence. And this book, these 55 essays, I hope accumulatively, collectively, have the, 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 the uh, message that my daughter's and anyone else who will listen, <laughs> because I wrote it to the people I love the most in the world, my, my grown daughters, 
I wrote this book because I want everybody to live their life as fully and as richly as, as humanly possible in their short, short lifetime. But I, I, I want to um, say that one of my very, very favorite ones is is um, no one really knows or understands. I, I think that so many times we want somebody else to really, really get inside our psyche, and they can't. And you know, you know how difficult it is to know yourself. Can you imagine expecting some other human being, and most of us are pretty ordinary human beings, to try to understand another human being? It's really not going to work. <laughs> it's hard enough for us. And I think that most people go through their life expecting other people to understand their fluctuations of their of their um, emotions, and it's just not going to happen. And I think that that's another one of my really good, good essays. Here's one. Do your best and leave the rest. Yes, that's, that's a wonderful, wonderful um, saying of, of a, um, a minister from Unity Church. He died several years ago. Eric Butterworth, do your best. Do your very, very best. Go the extra mile. Really, really try, and then let go. Just let go. The universe will take care of everything else. And I remember once, Patricia, when I had accepted to give a talk to raise money for a symphony in, in Chicago. And it was going to be a packed house. 500 people were going to be there. And Oprah Winfrey's head producer called me. I was on book tour in California and said, would you be on the show? And it was a direct conflict in terms of time between my giving a live talk in Chicago and doing the Oprah show. And I couldn't get anybody's advice. I, I, I'm always the kind of person that follows through and everything. My husband was, is a trial lawyer. He was at court. I couldn't ask him his advice. So I called my literary agent. And I said, Carl, what am I going to do? And he said, you're going to go on the Oprah show, and you're going to make it up to everybody another time. So they had, a, they had the Oprah show um, videos into, into, into the, the hall where they came. Everybody was clapping and cheering because everybody in Chicago loves Oprah. And it was a win-win thing, and I was asked back to raise money for the symphony and later date, and everybody came. So sometimes you you can't stick to plan A, but you 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 do you do what's absolutely right. You yeah. Do your best and leave the rest. And it, it's interesting because it, as I was looking through the book, um, I flipped to this page, and it actually was a piece from the "Do Your Best and Leave the Rest." Really, isn't that and, amazing? And you write, concentrate on what you want to accomplish and how you want to live. Mm-hmm. Write a list of things you want to do in no particular order. Everything's important. Date the list or date the list so that you can look at it in a month or two and you'll be amazed at how clearly you'll be able to put things in priority. For now, get your ideas on paper. For example, and there's so many, so I'll just list a few. Study metaphysics, keep a journal, practice meditation, go on a spiritual retreat, lose weight, take piano lessons, take cooking classes in Tuscany, study impressionistic <laughs> art, start an herb garden, adopt a pet, join a gym, begin an art collection, take a painting, study French. <laughs> uh, life, life is so rich, isn't it? It's so, oh. Every single day and I wake up, I say, oh, another day. And That's here's right. what Epictetus, Epictetus, is that how you say it? One of the Greek philosophers says, mm-hmm. and this was in your book, do not seek to have that which happens happen as you wish. Wish that what happens may happen as it happens and you will be happy. Mm-hmm. That's a harder one. Mm-hmm. We have to let life happen. In other words, it's not going to happen just the way we want it to. Life is going to surprise us. It's going to challenge us. But just, just let it unfold. Let it happen. Be happy for no good reason. You don't have to have a reason. Even if you don't like what you're hearing. Even if you don't like what you're hearing, who's, who are you hearing it from? 
Is it your inner voice or is it somebody else's voice? All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're talking to Alexandra Stoddard. She's the author of 20 books. She is an expert in the art of happiness and the art of living well. Her last two books are Choosing Happiness. And what we're talking about now is Things I Want My Daughters to Know, a small book about the big issues in life. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. Cutting edge. Challenging. Stimulating. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Kevin Garnett, Tracy McGrady, Kobe Bryant. Today, more and more student-athletes are bypassing college and heading straight to the pros. Matt Bush, Freddie Adu, LeBron James. Discuss the benefits and pitfalls of going pro on the Sport Mavericks with Ida Moyer and Mama Starks every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Sport Mavericks provides straightforward, no-nonsense talk about the current and sometimes controversial topics facing student-athletes and their parents today. Agents want to make money. Schools want the publicity. The Sport Mavericks wants what's best for you. So whether you or your child is thinking about bypassing college or looking for the best university to showcase their talents, listen to the Sport Mavericks with Ida Moyer and Mama Starks every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Sport Mavericks, smart talk for parents and athletes. Hi, I'm Jennifer Lewis, and you're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Stay on top of the latest developments which may affect your physical, emotional, and spiritual condition with Update on Health with Dr. Peter C. Tan every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Learn how some simple measures can reduce your chance of getting cancer by as much as 70%. Find out what you can do to combat obesity, diabetes type 2, high cholesterol, and more. It's all about vitality, fitness, endurance, and longevity. Listen to Update on Health every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. Bringing the world together. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. When tax time comes, are you the person that goes to your accountant with a shoebox literally full of receipts? Stop wasting your accountant's time as well as your own by organizing your finances with the help of Joe Dunphy and Poor Richard's Shoebox. Heard live every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Poor Richard's Shoebox will let you know what you can do to organize for tax time as well as how to get the most out of your retirement. So get all of your receipts together and tune in to Poor Richard's Shoebox with Joe Dunphy every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on the Voice America Radio Network. Continuing to be the authority in Internet Talk Radio, you're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, everyone. We are back to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. I'm always excited to be on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice, because Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and so do I, and that's why I'm here. My program, Positive Living, brings you practical solutions and positive principles to help live happy, empowered, and successful lives. We're here on Monday's live at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and we rebroadcast on Saturday afternoons at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. We are talking about positive living to the fullest, to the max. To the max. To the max. My guest is Alexandra Stoddard. She's a sought-after speaker on the art of living. Her lectures and articles and books, such as Choosing Happiness and the Decoration of Homes, and many more have inspired millions to pursue 
more for Selling Live. She's written more than 20 books. The last two books are Choosing Happiness, and the newest is Things I Want My Daughters to Know, a small book about the big issues in life. Welcome back, Alexandra. Thank you, Patricia. All right, let's see. Oh, there's so many things in this book. Let's look at Listen to the Wisdom of Your Body. Wonderful. Uh, I, I uh, take yoga. I practice yoga, and it's so wonderful for me when I really, really, really can get in touch with my breath. And I've been able to be in some situations that were less than attractive, but by being able to do some deep breathing and being aware of my inhalation and exhale, I've I've been able to stay calm, focused, and centered. And I I have one daughter that tends to be a little bit more anxious than the other one. Both my daughters are perfect, as you can imagine, but they're very different. And Alexander tends to, 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 to be more nervous and anxious, and uh, she's one of three little babies, so that might be a reason. Yeah. Uh, but but I, I've been able to, to really let my body um, teach me, and I, I stretch myself as far as I can, but when my body says, that's it, then I, then I stop. And I, and I know that sometimes if I feel that I might be getting a cold, instead of ever letting my mind say that, because my cells don't... <laughs> They'll, they'll say cold, cold, focus, focus on the cold, and they'll give me a cold. I, I don't say that. I just, I just um, back off a little bit, get a little more sleep, drink a, few, a little more liquids, and have some chicken soup. And before you know it, I've cured myself. Listen through. to your body. Yes, listen to my body. What does this mean? Be more of a generalist than a specialist. I am so interested in so many different things. I, when I wake up in the morning, I don't even know whether I want to study Aristotle or whether I want to go to the gym. I just, I just. There's so many things. I, I, I'm an interior designer. I'm an art dealer. I, I do so many different things with my life. I'm a contemporary philosopher. And it's just because I'm interested in so many different things. I would really not like to get up every single day and go to the same place and do the same thing every day. Uh, so you, as an interior designer, I can always hire specialists, um, engineers, architects, plasters. But I, I like I like being able to to sort of be all over the place. It's more interesting to me. I only have one lifetime. I don't want to live it just doing one thing. So and, and, and change careers. In other words, if, if you've been a if you've been a dental hygienist, maybe you want to become a decorator for a while. In other words, you can break out from from doing one thing and do something else. Well, that brings me to the first point in your book. Because all that's well and good, but you have to find work you love that supports you financially, according to Alexandra. Talk well, about that. Well, I've raised my girls. I, I, I was a single parent. I, I was divorced, and before I married my perfect husband, Peter Brown, I was, um, I've always supported myself. In fact, Peter had, had six children when he married me. And we sat down, and I said, I'm not expecting you to support me. I can get up every single day and do something that I'm passionate about, and I will earn a living. And he's been so proud of me for that. And, and, and I, I've never, one of my essays, as you know, is never sell your soul. Too many people think that they can have a, a, an idiotic job that they don't like, they don't like their boss, they don't like what they're doing, and that they can be happy. You cannot be happy if you don't honor and dignify yourself enough to love what you're doing and, 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 and do what you love. And you can always, I mean, you can go work in a flower shop if you love flowers. I could be a laundress and be happy I could, because I have, have to absolutely love to iron. All right, and, but what happens if you love what you do, mm-hmm. but you're not making money at it, but you believe in it and it's your life's work? You live 
much more simply. I think when you're happy, Patricia, and I'm, 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 I definitely have my eyes wide open because I've always supported myself, and and I, I'm just jelly-legged about my children and my grandchildren. So, <laughs> but I, I absolutely know that if you if you do your best, the money will follow, and you can live much more simply if you're happy. If you're unhappy, you need things, or or you do what you love, and you make money some other way. Well, what about all the fabulous actors that love to act, and they, they never get their right. parts, but then they get a break, and they're the most wonderful waiters. I mean, I, yep. I have very so true. Many, very true, and, and it's good for your soul to love something so much that you are willing to, to uh, make sacrifices for it. And my daughter waited on table because she's an ideal. She's, one of my essays is Don't Sell Your Soul. And she's an idealist, a political journalist, and and she very, didn't make a lot of money until her big break when she covered the Senate for ABC News. And I'm so proud of her because she waited on tables and she said, Mom, I've got a few extra varicose things, but she said, it's really good for me. It's really good for me to do this mm. because she was doing something for a greater, a greater good. All right, so let's look at this point, which ties right into that. Be careful what you give up. That is one of the most important messages that we can talk about today. Because so many people, they quit college because they get pregnant. They quit college because their husband wants to go through medical school. And all of a sudden, before you know it, the children come and they're a full-time uh, stay-at-home mom. And before you know it, they're resenting their children. Do you know that there are a lot of women in this country that are jealous of their children? Because they've made sacrifices and taken the shirt off their back and they don't have anything to to replenish their well. They don't have any intellectual stimulation. They start talking baby talk, and it's just a horrible, horrible mess. Their children have no one to aspire to. You're supposed to, as parents, you're supposed to let your children observe your happiness and your intellectual stimulation, your curiosity, your fun of learning. And uh, I, I really think when you give up, you give up, you give up, and then a man turns 65 and he thinks that he can't work anymore at the corporate uh, in the corporation, so he sort of his shoulders, you know, go slumpy down, and he has bad posture. And before you know it, they end up in these retirement communities with no children and no dogs. And before you know it, they die. They die because their candle has been snuffed out. Mm-hmm. We have to be don't give up what's really important to you. Don't okay. give up what's really important to you. In fact, one of my essays that I absolutely love is travel heavy. Plant the tree. Have the child. Take the trip. Study, study Plato. Take up um, belly dancing. Do the things, that, because it's now it's here. It's not there then. It's never going to happen if we don't do yeah. it now. Right, right now. Right now. Absolutely. Take an essay that some of your friends may have argued with you about and said, I don't know, Alexander, about this one. This is a hard one. Do you have one in mind? Nope. <laughs> well, somebody... Uh, but I can pick one. Well, somebody wrote about me when I said, um, think of, your, of yourself... By being self-centered, you may be benefiting the world. And some journalist from the Midwest wrote, she's a big, huge fan of mine. I've met her since the weekend with her at one of our happiness weekends in, in Connecticut. And she said, oh, I think Alexander's off on this, on this one because we're so sick of narcissists. This is the last, but we innately inherit our certain gifts. I am not you and you are not me, but you have gifts that I don't have and I have gifts that you don't have. And when we develop those talents, that's when we can give back to the world. That's when we can inspire other people. That's when we're, as Aristotle said, 
you will be virtuous when you are happy because not that you, you, you are virtuous and then you'll be happy. When you're happy, you will be virtuous because you will be doing the things that are your natural true nature. And you will be excited about it the way he was excited about his botany and all the things that he... Um, so you must take care of yourself is what you're saying. You must take care and of yourself. And along with that is one of your other ones that's so cute in terms of taking care of yourself. Learn to style your own hair. Where did that come from? <laughs> Alexander would all of a sudden, she'd be at her office at the, covering the Senate for, for ABC, and all of a sudden she'd get a phone call that she had to be a national. This is your daughter, Alexandra. Daughter. Yeah, we had the same name, very um, <laughs> confusing. And she'd get a call that she had to be on national television, and so she'd have to learn to style her own hair because she couldn't get a hair appointment. She, she had to go over to the studio. So yeah, she, that happens to me all the time and when I'm I, doing radio and TV. And if I, I go my own. If I go to a yoga class and get all sweaty, I've got to learn how to look very, very chic to go to a business meeting an hour later. Right. And these people that, 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 that have to spend the time, energy, and money to go to a hair place, and I'm talking about men, too. I think that... that, that <laughs> This book is not just for women. This book is for anyone who wants to live an exhilarating, truthful, exciting, exhilarating life. And I think learning to style your own hair is a very, very good point. But, you know, the bottom line of everything that you write about, I would say almost everything, here would would be my synopsis, would be live in the now, give it your absolute best, and find the best in the moment. Mm hmm That's great. That's kind of what you're saying. Let's say that again. Live in the now. Uh, Live in the now. um, Live your very best. Live your very best. And and live in the now. Give it your best. And find the best in that moment. Yes. And live with intensity. Live with great vitality and and great invigoration. Because life is really a, a, a very rapturous experience. If we if we if we could live more like a poet, if we could just see in the irony, in the polar opposites. If we I could think see, a lot of us are afraid of that. We're, we're too busy controlling ourselves, don't you think? Well, I I'm not a very controlling person. I'm pretty loose and goosey. It's interesting because I, one of the reasons that I regularly unplug unplug technology with no apology is because I want to hear that poetic voice inside yeah. me. I want to. Flower like a, I want to blossom like a beautiful, yeah. and, I, and I think that, that there's a great deal of unhappiness in people that are insecure, and people are insecure when they're really not doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Society is, is telling us, they're, they're telling us all these myths, they're telling us mm-hmm. what we should think. And I don't want. I don't want anyone to tell me how to think. All, all right, right, we're going to take a break. Okay. We're talking to beautiful and wonderful and living in the life to the fullest, <laughs> walking her talk, Alexandra Stoddard, who's the author of 20 books, including Choosing Happiness and Things I Want My Daughters to Know, a small book about the big issues in life. You can log on to her website at alexandrastoddard.com. Folks, um, we'll be right back. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. Informative, educational, insightful. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Rory Gray, President of Greyhound Pets of America and host of Greyhounds Make Great Pets on Voice America. Join me every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern for an insightful and enjoyable talk about one of man's best friends, the Greyhound. 
Learn about the history of the Greyhound, discuss proper obedience and training techniques, and find out more about the Greyhound racing industry and what they are doing to help the adoption effort of the former race dog. If you own a Greyhound or just love dogs like I do, join me for Greyhounds Make Great Pets every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. This is Dr. Peter Towns. I am America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Go beyond success and discover a deeper meaning to life. Join host Jeffrey Gitterman and his guests, the premier thought leaders in business, politics, science, spirituality, and culture who have reached the pinnacle of financial and professional attainment in their fields only to discover a profound lack of fulfillment with what our culture defines as success. So won't you tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time to Jeffrey Gitterman and Beyond Success, redefining the meaning of prosperity, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Connecting your world, the Internet's number one talk and information station, voiceamerica.com. How does the idea of adding 20 years to your life appeal to you? Tune in every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time for the Liquid Love Show with Louie Rock. The Liquid Love Show is about micromanaging your physical body so that you can activate all of your 66 trillion cells. On the show, you will discover the secrets of cellular renewal that bring about fully satisfying physical, mental, emotional, and sexual life, as well as teach you why people in China are living to be 100-plus years without any degenerate diseases. Once again, that's a Liquid Love Show with Louis Moss, every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. My guest is Alexandra Stoddard. She's the author of 20 books. She is an expert in the art of living. She teaches positive and happiness seminars in Connecticut, and she's written 20 books. Her newest are Choosing Happiness and Things I Want My Daughters to Know, a small book about the big issues in life. And, you know, you were saying during the break how you've been married all these years and how happy you are. What's your secret to the happy marriage? It's not about me. It's about us. And my, the secret to our happy marriage is that Peter's just crazy about me. He looks up to me, and I look up to him. And I, I revere him and respect him, and I want every day of his life to be as happy as is humanly possible. And I, 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 I just I love doing his laundry. I, mean, I love setting a pretty table because I love it. I just want him to be happy. We light candles. We have flowers. I wanted to say that the, 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 our happiness weekends in Connecticut are open to anyone who comes with an open heart. And, and after two and a half days together, we we, we come. We, we are friends. We've bonded and created a community. They are thrilling and exhilarating, and I'd love to have anyone who wants to know about them to look at my website. Isn't that wonderful? Everybody stays at an inn a few hundred yards from our house, from our little cottage, and we all spend the weekend together just enlightening ourselves. We, we ask each other what's wonderful about us, and we talk, and I give a seminar with you on the Saturday afternoon. It's, it's a very exciting experience. Mm. How wonderful. We're having two. We're having one in this month and one next month. Okay. Well, you know, one of the other things in your book here that I think would tie into asking you about your wonderful marriage is you say, overlook things. 
Does that apply to your marriage, too? It's, uh, of course it applies to my marriage. Peter uh, is <laughs> he has arthritis in one of his hands, and so he holds his pen down, and so it absorbs, it stains every every surface top, every table, every it, 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 it absorbs into the sheets, it's uh, chintz on the chair. I mean, if it, if, if, if it doesn't have ink stains, it, Peter hasn't been there. <laughs> and, you know, you could, you could get frustrated about it, or our old-fashioned tub, the drain is halfway down, and I either need a new tub or a new husband, and I've chosen a new tub but in this old-fashioned house. I can't get one. So Peter plops in there and spills water all over the place, and it's just hilarious because... Who cares? I mean, at the end of the day, I can always get a towel and mop up the mess. I couldn't care less. I want Peter here. I want him with me. I want him happy. So I overlook things. I, my daughter, Alexandra, remember, I wrote this book to my two girls, and so a lot of these essays are directed to help them. <laughs> we haven't talked about the five-hour rule, Patricia. Go ahead. I have to talk. Well, let me finish about the overlook things. So my, my daughter's husband has gargantuanly huge feet and he's outside planting trees and building fences and building play sandboxes for the children. He comes in with all these muddy feet and she overlooks it because she's so glad that he's out there doing helpful things to help her life better than to help the life of the family. Well, the five-hour rule is absolutely my favorite, favorite essay. My five-hour rule is never, ever be with anyone for more than five hours without a break. Give them a break and give yourself a break because no one can concentrate and remain positive and remain exhilarated for more than five hours. You start, you, you lose your power. Instead of being empowering, you are beginning. In your marriage, too. You in your be. marriage. Oh, yes. Peter and I, for instance, I'll run down to Starbucks, um, go drop the laundry off. I'll go pick up uh, some flowers. I just pop around. This morning after my yoga class, I, I went to, um, to Dean and DeLuca and got myself a little a decaf espresso and read an article on happiness that one of my fans sent to me because it was, <laughs> interestingly enough, it started with an Aristotle quote that we did just a few minutes ago because my book was way ahead of the curve. There were not books on happiness when I started doing the research seven years ago. And this book's only been out two years and it's already in its 13th printing. But happiness is something that I'm absolutely fascinated by. And I was sitting there and there were flowers around me because they sell flowers at Dean and DeLuca and I was on my way to a less expensive grocery store and just minding my own business. And when I came back, Peter had open arms. He said, I missed you. It's so adorable. It, it's, it really, instead of chilling the romance, a little separation is good. I'm, you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, half hour. I'm not saying uh, abandon somebody, but go to another room and close the door and do your stretches or go have a bubble bath, but just don't be with somebody for more than five hours because you've had something to eat, you've had something to drink, and your blood sugar level goes down. And before you know it, you start getting negative. I've seen it happen a thousand times. And that means that means a mother-in-law has to just get out of the house. <laughs> because even if, she's, even if she's adorable, give the grandchildren a break. I mean, everybody needs a break. Have you always been this positive? I've always been this positive. I have to just confess to you, I was born with that extra happiness gene. Mm -hmm. And people always interview me and ask me, were my parents happy? And I said they were a lot happier than they thought they were. Mm. They just didn't know that that was it. And they were at the Did they give you lots of love and attention and nurturing? No. My mother and father gave me a lot of strictness. And I was afraid of my mother. I was terrorized by my mother. And my children 
I raised my girls as though I was their grandmother. I just gave them so much love because they 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 went to a very good private girls' school and they were getting a very good education. But you no, know, my mother and father were very. My father was a softy, but my mother made him strict. So it was a different era. But my mother, I never went to bed feeling un, unloved. But she gave me the milk, but she didn't give me the milk and honey. And I tried to give my girls the milk and honey. When my mother died of cancer in 1980, she said. She wrote me a letter, and she said it was worth dying, getting cancer and dying just to be as close to me as she was because she let her dukes down. She became human, and I could sit in the bed, and we could cry together. You know, I, I never had a mother that played with me. I got down on the floor with my girls and played jacks with them. I, I was one of them because I just had a gift to give. I was put on this earth to be a mother, and I just I just enjoyed the process. Mm. And I, I've just been very, very blessed, Patricia. But remember, I've... I've not let any. I've not let anyone, anyone, snuff out my life. I I really won't let that happen to me. And there's not any situation that that is that would ever overwhelm me. I have been whelmed many times, but I've never been overwhelmed. Mm. How beautiful! And so flowers. I guess those would be your. And what were you saying? And flowers, flowers more flowers. And and I was going to say, what are your closing thoughts? What do you want to leave our audience with? But I think you just did. <laughs> I would just like to say love and live happy and celebrate every moment. And when you smile, your your endorphins are going to bless you and your whole well-being will improve. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Really, Alexander, you're such an inspiration. Well, thank you, Patricia. Thank you. Love today. Really, and, and stay on the line if you would. Okay. Fabulous. Alexander Stoddard, author of Choosing Happiness and Things I Want My Daughters to Know, as well as 20 other books, and a master in the art of being happy and of living well and just in the art of living. And she teaches happiness seminars. And you can log on to her website again to find out all about that at alexandrastoddard.com. Next week, my guest is going to be Sherry Wells. And Sherry Wells is an ordained minister, certified yoga teacher, yoga therapist, astrologer, and certified psychic. She will discuss the connection between physical, emotional, and spiritual health and how healing the spirit can uncover and eliminate disease. You can log on to SherryWells.com, S-H-E-R-R-Y Wells.com. Folks, it's always an honor and a pleasure to be with you each week. Um, remember that this program on voiceamerica.com, Positive Living, is in its third year. I have a local show that's been on the air eight years, and I just love pollinating through the airwaves as the bumblebee and bringing you the honey and bringing you the best so that you can have the life that you want to live. So remember, Positive Living is on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and you can log on to my website, raskinresources.com. Get a copy of my archive shows, which are all there, and get a copy of my book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living. Until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living. Have a great day. Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. And tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com.